0: Hello everyone. Before we get started, I wanted to give you a quick pregnancy update. So I am now 33 weeks pregnant and thinking ahead of how giving birth will affect this show. I work so hard on this every week and want to make sure that it continues. So looking ahead, you are going to have some guest hosts that will take my place temporarily for several episodes so I can go on basically maternity leave from my women offshore duties. Really excited for you to listen to them and I'm grateful for their efforts to ensure that this show continues and that there aren't going to be any breaks in the content. More soon regarding that, I'll introduce you to those guest hosts and give you a glimpse of what is to come. Today on the show, I'm going to introduce you to a female leader in the offshore industry. She is a CEO, and she's quite young, as you'll hear from the sound of her voice. She's leading an offshore services company and has gone through some challenges because, well, I'll leave it to her to tell you what those challenges are. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I am your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. Women Offshore is a part of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Thank you to OGGN for supporting this show. We would not be what we are today, having the reach that we do with these episodes without OGGN support. This episode is sponsored by Endress & Hauser. At Endress & Hauser, diversity makes enterprises sustainably successful. Multiple women in leadership positions at Endress & Hauser Group launched their Women's Integrated Network Initiative together with their executive board. In a model project in the US, Endress and Hauser doubled the proportion of women in management to almost a third within four years. Diversity is crucial to companies, explains co-initiator Sandra Rupert, Corporate Director of Brand Management and Communications. The more people with different perspectives get involved, the more robust, agile, and innovative organizations become. Endress and Hauser is a global leader in measurement instrumentation services, and solutions for industrial process engineering. Learn more at endress.com. I'm always excited to meet a female leader in the maritime or offshore energy industries. Someone who is at the top of a company, facing challenges, learning how to lead through her authentic leadership skills, and probably sticking out in the process as a woman in a very male-dominated realm. I love to learn about her lessons learned, how she overcomes challenges, what her leadership style looks like, so that I can also apply it to my own life and take her lessons learned and put them in my own back pocket. Because I think that We need women at the top of companies, and I want to get there someday, and I'm looking at you too. We need women leading organizations. It makes such a difference for the culture, for the women coming up behind them, and the list goes on and on and on. And I know I've talked about this several times on previous episodes. Go back to the last one too and understand how that culture shift matters and how it can be done. So I recently met, and this actually goes back a few months ago now, a woman at our gala named Alyssa Franklin. She is the CEO of a family owned company called IPT Global. IPT unleashes the power of digital innovation for well integrity management. They offer solutions such as advanced leak detection assurance, blowout preventer, reliability systems, and different technology applications. She's also a woman who's worked offshore, so she's, she's walked the talk. She's not someone who got into the C-suite with no offshore experience. She's been there and actually Laura McFalls, our vice president at Women Offshore, met her offshore years ago and now works for Alyssa. I wanted to get to know Alyssa more and I asked her to come on the show to share her story, share her lessons learned in leadership and how she's taken over the family business. So Here she is. Welcome, Alyssa. Welcome to the Women Offshore Podcast.
1: Thanks so much, Allie. It's great to be here and to speak with you virtually today.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you here as well. I look forward to learning from you during this discussion. Tell me, did you ever imagine that you would have a leadership role at this level of the organization? No, I definitely
1: didn't imagine it. I've actually spent the past 10 years pursuing a career in deep water, oil, and gas exploration. So coming over to IPT Global as CEO was definitely a pivot for my career, and it's proven to be a really exciting ride over the past year or so. Good. So I actually started my career studying at Texas A&M, where I first went offshore on a six-week research cruise, so I thought that might be fun to share with your audience. Yeah. Yeah, we sailed for six weeks through the Eastern Equatorial Pacific from Costa Rica to Chile. I was even able to participate in an equator crossing ceremony. Which oh, was yeah. Really- Those are exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it was an interesting experience that I'll never forget. And basically had the opportunity to spend six weeks sailing on this 1968 research vessel Called the Melville, which was for scientific research purposes. So we sailed around, we collected tons of data. And what we were really trying to do was to look at different parameters that were impacting climate change. So it was a really exciting time to learn about what's going on with our earth and our world. And really, I I love studying the earth and understanding how it's evolved and changed through time. And now I'm working in digital oil field software, so, but before I came over to IPT Global, I also pursued my PhD at Colorado School of Mines. And that's where I started working in oil and gas with some onshore oil companies. Um, I also had the opportunity to move back to Texas and then start working with Shell. I worked in offshore exploration in the US Gulf of Mexico and Mexico. And that's where I actually got my second experience going offshore and traveling to these state-of-the-art drill ships to help oversee different exploration projects that I was managing. That was an incredible experience to see these drill ships and the technology and the equipment and the people that are behind this really incredible operation.
0: Yeah, very cool. You've done so much. So looking back over the years... What challenges have you had in your career and how did you overcome them?
1: As a female pursuing a STEM field, so science, technology, math, I've continuously had this opportunity to put myself in uncomfortable situations, to grow and adapt. Lots of challenges and a rigorous technical discipline. Um, and then coming into industry, I had more challenges where I was able to learn and build new skills like soft skills leadership, project management. I always knew I wanted to work in the energy industry. And with that comes plenty of good times and also tough times. And coming into my role as CEO at IPT Global has allowed me to continue to push my skills and limits and lead this thriving organization. But coming into this position, I was immediately challenged by COVID, which for me, it really highlighted the importance of our people and culture. I came into this role in 2021, the very beginning of 2021, in the height of COVID. I'm pretty sure there were no vaccines, we're still quarantining. Really difficult to get to know staff and build a positive culture. And it was really difficult to build relationships with clients as well. There was so much churn in our industry during this time because of layoffs, retirements, and just a complete lack of face to face opportunities. It was definitely a challenge. On top of that, our business environment was really challenged because the industry was very depressed. And we were really trying to balance between critical activities and safety. Our staff that were traveling offshore, they had to spend one to three weeks in solitary quarantine before they could go out to the rigs. We were constantly struggling with issues around employee health and mental well-being in addition to challenges with just interacting with clients in general.
0: Yeah, those are a lot of challenges, and I can't imagine right in the beginning of COVID and having to deal all that, especially as a new CEO. So what do you think your leadership style is? How do you lead others? One thing that I really try and
1: focus on is empowering our team. I want my staff to take the initiative and take the ownership of the problems and opportunities. I really believe that everyone has a voice on our team and anyone, no matter how experienced or inexperienced, can pitch in and make a difference to our company and what we're delivering to our clients. We all have something to contribute and someone new and inexperienced can bring fresh perspectives and ask illuminating questions and very experienced people can share knowledge and their lessons learned. I really expect my staff to recognize these problems and to deliver on them. So we have a really strong culture of achievement and delivery, but kind of taking a step back, like my personal leadership styles really focused around a growth mindset. And for me, that has three pillars, hard work, good strategy, and input from others. So I talked a little bit about how everyone on our team has a voice. I also rely really heavily on a board of three key mentors who have executive leadership experience. I involve them in a lot of decision-making and strategy with our company. I really am fortunate to have people that I can lean on with a lot of deep experience so that we're taking the company in the right direction.
0: So you touched on culture some already. Can you expand on that? What's the culture like? And does DEI, meaning diversity, equity, and inclusion, drive your strategy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Coming out of COVID and getting back into the office, we really believe that there's an opportunity to reestablish our culture We've all been working remotely and virtually for the past year, year and a half, and we're starting to get back into the office and create this space where we can really actually have community. And we believe that this community is what's going to set us apart as a company and also going to give us this platform that we can stand upon when we go to serve our clients. We're speaking very explicitly about the cultural values that we want to instill across our organization. And for IPT, we have three key pillars. The first one is integrity. That's all about accountability for our actions, our successes, and also our failures and to learn from these failures and to continue to grow and move forward. Performance. That's all about delivery and continuing to innovate and to do so in an agile manner. So we're constantly iterating and improving and delivering for our clients. And then the third part of our cultural initiatives are around teamwork. So I talked a little bit about everyone on our team has a voice. We're a group of people coming together from all different backgrounds, all different experiences to collaborate in these multidisciplinary teams. And we're all working together to accomplish our mission. Teamwork is also really special for us as well, because we partner with our clients to co-develop technology solutions. So this collaboration to build these custom solutions with our clients is like a really special place that we like to be in. And now that we're getting back into the office, we have a lot more opportunity to do some fun things and build our our community as well internally. So we're volunteering. We had a Halloween costume competition. We had a Christmas potluck and we have a video game room and a ping pong table. And so it's great to get back to the office and have some fun and some camaraderie with the team as well. As far as our DEI strategy, we are a women-owned and women-led business. About 40% of our staff in leadership positions are actually minorities. So we do have, we're really proud of our metrics and kind of speaking back to this philosophy where everyone has a voice and can add value. Our strategy is to look for the best people and they come in all different sorts. So we try and keep a really open perspective in that regard.
0: Good. Yeah. So what new and exciting things are coming out of IPT? Can you share anything with us? Sure. It's amazing thinking about how much the world has changed
1: over the past two years. And IPT is actually a 12-year-old company. And this accelerated transition that we've been going through, we have to adapt and morph really quickly as a company into our new norms. So coming out of the pandemic, we've got two new product lines that we're launching. We're expanding and growing our services that we're offering for me, you know, being here for the past year and a half, I'm really proud of what the team was able to do and deliver during the pandemic. And it's really set us up for success. It's almost like we kind of went into this remote working hibernation mode for a year, year and a half, and we're coming out with things that we're ready to deliver to the market. We're actually running a couple of technology pilots on drill ships right now with two of our different clients. So we're testing new technologies, collaborating with our clients. Another thing that I'm really excited about is we're collaborating with a university data science department to evaluate our carbon footprint, which we're looking at both the, our direct greenhouse gas footprint and also how we impact our clients. So we're kind of taking a cue from the market and looking a little bit more into our ESG space and trying to really understand how we add value there. We've got a whole list of things going on. We're launching this collaborative partnership with our clients called the Technology Steering Committee. And I've talked a little bit about our community that we're trying to build both internally, but also with our clients. And what this steering committee is about is giving our clients a voice and giving them a seat at the table to guide product development to fit their needs. And we want to listen and we want to listen intently to our clients to make our products better from their inputs and to really deliver for their needs. Another fun thing to add to the list of things that are coming out as well is after the pandemic, we're in the process of redesigning and relocating our community space, aka the office. So we're thinking a lot about what does the new working look like? What is our new norm? And so we'll be moving into that new office at the end of 2022. I'm really excited about that. Lots of changes for you. A lot of changes, lots of growth, lots of expansion. We're hiring as software developers, data scientists, and it's looking to be a really exciting next few years for us.
0: Congratulations with all your success and where the company is going under your leadership. Thank you, Alyssa, for coming on the show. Is there anything else you want to share with us?
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I really love what Women Offshore is doing and what you guys are doing for the community. I recently went to the Women Offshore Gala and one of the young midshipmen spoke and her message really stuck with me and her message was around belonging and creating a place where everyone has the right to work in a safe and positive environment. And that's something I'm really passionate about. And I love supporting women offshore and what you guys are doing and for the community and for our society. And I'm really excited to see how you guys are going to continue to make an impact. We're a women-owned organization. So a lot of the things that you guys are about really resonate with me and just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you. Thanks, Alyssa, for coming on the show.
0: Thanks, Allie. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. What did you think of the show? Leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Additionally, if you want to propel Women Offshore forward, please visit womenoffshore.org or womenoffshore.shop, make a donation, or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there, and I'll talk to you soon.